Hi, I'm your host, Lillian Yang. And I'm your host, Fakri Shafai, and you are listening to Food Nonfiction. Hey, food buffs! Today, Fakri and I want to tell you the incredible true story behind this spork. Sporks are exactly what they sound like, a combination of a spoon and a fork. Often ridiculed for being a poor substitute for both spoons and forks, they do have the advantage of being more convenient to carry around. And it's cheaper to pay for a spork than to buy both a spoon and a fork. So sporks have been used in school cafeterias, prisons, fast food chains, as well as on camping trips. But the spork is not a unique creation. Utensils in the shape of sporks have been around for a long time. Both ice cream forks, which were used to eat ice cream, and terrapin forks, which were used to eat turtles, yes, turtles, are shaped like sporks. Also, during the 16th to 18th centuries, there was a utensil called the Sucket Fork, spelled S-U-C-K-E-T, that combined forks and spoons way before the spork. But this last utensil didn't look like a spork since the fork prongs went on one end and the spoon went on the other end. So sporks are nothing special. To recap, ice cream forks, terrapin forks, and sucket forks all combined forks and spoons before sporks did. So what is the incredible true story? Well, it's the life of the inventor, Dr. Samuel Ward Francis. Dr. Francis invented a spork-like utensil, which, by the way, was not called a spork because the term wasn't in use yet. It wouldn't be until the 1950s that people would adopt the word spork to describe a spoon and fork utensil. So, in 1874, Dr. Francis was issued his patent, titled Improvement in Combined Knives, Forks, and Spoons. We'll post a link to the patent on our Facebook page so you can have a look at the design. But I'll describe it for you here anyways. It looked exactly like a modern-day spork, with four short prongs attached to a spoon. It also had an extra piece that modern-day sporks don't have. On the right edge of the spoon was a blade. If you can picture it. Not the best design for left-handed people. But we can forgive Dr. Francis for that. He was just such an interesting person, full of quirky ideas. Here's an example. He invented a coffin with spring-loaded catches that a person could pop open from the inside, you know, in case they were buried alive. Another one of my favorites was the omnibus cane, described as a cane for paying omnibus fares. The nature of my invention consists in having at one end of a cane a cylindrical cavity containing a number of three-cent pieces and using a mechanism so arranged that two three-cent pieces are pushed out through a side opening each time a knob, placed at the other end of the cane, is pressed down. The object of my invention is to enable omnibus passengers to pay their fare without leaving their seats or otherwise interfering with the comfort of their neighbors. This is not well known, but he was also one of the early inventors involved in the development of what we now know as the typewriter. In 1857, when he was only 21 and still an undergrad at medical school, he was issued a patent for what he called a printing machine. It looked just like a piano, so sometimes it was referred to as a literary piano. It's hard to sum up who Samuel Francis was as a person. He was just so many things all rolled up into one. He was interested in medicine and books and history and inventing and philanthropy. 
Maybe that's why he created a utensil that was so many things. A fork, a spoon, and a knife, all rolled up into one. Samuel Francis lived a prolific 50 years. He was born on December 26, 1835, to Dr. John Wakefield Francis and Maria Eliza Cutler. He entered the University of New York in 1857 and graduated as a physician in 1860. While he was a student, he earned the Mott Prize Medal for having the best record of clinics at the university, and he married Harriet H. McAllister. And he was one of the early advocates of sanitary reform. Samuel supported the Sanitary Protection Association, which led to the forming of a board of health. As mentioned, aside from inventing, he also enjoyed books. He wrote 11 books, writing everything from memoirs to novels. One of his books was called Curious Facts Concerning Man and Nature. And in it, he theorized that mosquitoes were created to keep humankind away from areas with malaria. So he was quite an eccentric man, a respected physician, and a prolific creator who wrote 11 books and had 12 patents. Best of all, he was known as a really nice person. He was so beloved that when he died, the New York Times covered his funeral. And Samuel bridged some very large gaps across racial lines. When he died in the 1880s, Samuel Francis was honored by a local group of Newport's African-American residents. This was a time when segregation was still commonplace, yet his work inspired them to have a special memorial tribute in appreciation of his life and service as a physician to their community. Alright food buffs, we hope you enjoyed learning more about the sport and especially about the fascinating Samuel Ward Francis. Don't forget to review us on iTunes because it makes a big difference for our podcast. Have a great week, food buffs. Bye. Bye. Oh wait, did I do my intro? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs>